Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. That's right, this is T-Roll's voice. I know you haven't heard it in so long. I am your host, Tyler Olson, also known as T-Roll, and I'm joined by my good friends. As always, we're going to start first with Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy. We also have, to my right, Anthony Amato, the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. And the other Tyler, my twin, T-Sweat in the building, Boys, how we doing tonight? We got the squad back together. Yeah, reunited and it feels so good, right? It does. It does. I haven't yeah. seen y'all in so long. It's crazy. I know. Last I forgot the look of your face. <laughs> I really. When was the last time that I was on a podcast with us? It's been a, it's been a while. It's been many a, many a moon. Yeah. Yes. It really has. Many a sleepless night. Yeah. Have you guys missed me at all? Or no? Nah. Nah. No. Okay. Well. All right. <laughs> I don't blame you. I'm really. I don't really bring much to the the table aside from the computer. So. Literally, that's all that's buying on the table right here. <laughs> um, and an adult beverage or two. But yeah. nonetheless, I digress. We are here to review episode number three of the book of Boba Fett. Uh, and I don't read much, but this has been a good book, boys. I've really, <laughs> yeah, lots of pictures. It, it has been. <laughs> moving pictures. pictures, yeah. Well, yeah, and you must love the, uh, the little uh, episode intros or descriptions. Yes, and this one, this one is called... The streets of Mos Espa. Yes. 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 No question mark in my question in, uh, in my announcement there. By the way, <laughs> I, was, I said You're that confident. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how yeah. you did that. Hey, I'm on a roll, guys. I'm back. I'm fresh. You know, <laughs> you no take, rust you here. Take more time off. No that's rust all, here. That's all it is. <laughs> um, really, don't have anything to say pre-spoilers. So, do you guys just want to jump into the discussion? Dive deep. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. So, this is the for all of our listeners. By the way, thank you to all of our listeners. We appreciate you guys tuning in just want to let you know this is your spoiler warning for episode three of the book of boba fett so go ahead and pause that podcast if you haven't seen it for those that have seen it um yeah let's talk about it man what an episode huh yeah it was actually uh there was a lot of a lot of cool things that were going on uh, a lot of fighting scenes um i actually i enjoyed the episode there was one scene that I wasn't a huge fan of, but we can dig deeper into that later. Yeah, I bet I can guess. You I, were always I'm sure negative. the entire fandom can guess which <laughs> scene was not the best. So, oh. but yeah, overall enjoyed it. Lots of lots of cool things going on. Yeah. How about you guys, Shimano yeah. Sweat? Yeah, I, I mean, I joined it a lot. Um, I think they're, you know, doing a good job of building his um, his story and his strengths and. Uh, it's doing an interesting job of showing the strengths of the way he's leading and the weaknesses of the way he's leading as, you know, hand in hand. Yeah. I think as a character, he's, uh, we're kind of fleshing out this, him in this new role. I remember at the beginning we were talking about, you know, how like trying to figure out why he's taking on this, this role. We're seeing him like, we're kind of seeing those two worlds, the past and the present kind of merge a little bit as he's using his, uh, his weapons, his skills he's learned during that time. So it's been kind of cool to see how the, the flashbacks are beginning to inform <coughs> some of the, the stuff that's happening in the present. Mm, in his, it's good. His presence. So yeah, it's been good. It's good. So I haven't been on the last two reviews of episodes one and two. Do you guys want my thoughts on maybe how the series has been so far? Yeah, let's know. Show us uh, what you think of the series so far. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty good. It's been pretty good. All so. right, great review. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, well done. Depth, I mean, yeah, classic, really. classic. <laughs> I actually really enjoy the flashbacks a lot. Yeah. Mm. Um. We, we kind of watched a little bit, well, all, all of episode three before we started recording here at Justin's place. And um, when it came on, I think Shimato mentioned to me, he's like, well, there's not as many flashbacks. And I was like, you know what? I actually, I've really enjoyed the flashbacks, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, really enjoyed episode two. Um, I, 
I, I think what I love is how they are able to make Boba Fett, and everyone knows he's a, you know, a badass, but the way they make him look like a freaking badass. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, it's great. It's really yeah. good. So I've really, enjo- I've really enjoyed episode one and two. There's been a couple times where I, too, have been like, why does he want to do all this? Yeah. It just seems like a crappy place yeah. to live and a crappy profession. Yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm hoping as the, the series continues, we're going to get some more of it. Because I'm imagining the motivation is somehow tied to this backstory we're getting. Yeah. Right? We haven't fully seen that yet. Okay. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think that we're, we're getting pieces of it revealed as we're real, realizing who is in cahoots with who. Yeah. As we'll talk about. So. Yeah, definitely peeling back the layers right now, um, and I feel like the flashbacks, they are telling a narrative that will play out in present time. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it just feels like it's so predictable yeah. at that point, yeah. at, at that way, but uh, I'm just interested to see how, yeah. how it translates. Yeah. So. I think there will be a point uh, where these, the, the past and the present kind of meet for us, you know, we'll, we'll yeah. make those connections. It's kind of like, a, what's the... A memento that sto- the the movie of uh, oh where, where uh, yeah the storylines are kind of parallel and then they meet in the middle kind yep. of thing yeah um, uh, that's kind of what I'm seeing the trend obviously you know the stories are, are happening simultaneously past and present we're seeing them alongside each other um, but yeah I think there's gonna be a point hopefully well we could yeah or, or at the very least he gets to the point where he was in the Mandalorian yeah yeah oh yeah we, that'd be cool yeah. yeah. Mm, I like that all right yeah yeah isn't this this is after Mandalorian isn't it Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but in the, okay. the, the flashbacks. Oh, the flashbacks. Like the flashbacks yeah. oh, 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 I was like, wait, wait a minute. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. So like, it's, it's happening yeah. around yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah. Okay. So that's yeah. about that's about as far as we need to get because we kind of have for the Mandalorian okay. on. Yes. He yes, just yes. needs to get okay. to the Mandalorian. At, what if at some point during this, like the, the flashbacks just start turning into episodes of the Mandalorian? Yeah. And we're like, <laughs> just wait a re-air them. Yeah. We've already seen. Yeah. Hold on. No, but all of it is like from his perspective. Ooh. The same missions. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I would like to see maybe some scenes. Just for a second of like you know, the where he comes to Fennec Shan, like how much of that he saw. You I know, would like a, that of too. His interaction with mm. the Mandalorian. I would like that too. You know, and even then afterwards, like, is he? How long was he actually following our the Mandalorian before yeah. he interacted with him? Would be mm. an interesting idea to see where that was. Yeah, I want to see that in the flashbacks. That's that's something that needs to happen. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um. Well, the, the main story of episode three is just the continued, should I say, power struggle for yep. the city yeah. and the districts and just the territory. And we learn a little bit more of how when Jabba died, how things just kind of uh, got way more territorial. And yep. um, well, so it, it just seems like he's got a big, like, task in front of him. Yeah, I I think a lot of it stems from not just the fact that it was how big Jabba was, but I think... Uh, Fortuna was a weak leader afterwards, and he mm. kind of – it's almost like that thing where, you know, if you ever worked out, you know, for a long period of time, you, you, you feel good. You feel good. But then you stop for, like, a week, and you feel like you, you're back to square one. I feel like Bib Fortuna was that week off, you know, and so everybody's gotten into mm. bad habits. They feel like they can get away with more – I you feel know, personally attacked yeah. by that example. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, so I feel like that's how it kind of has affected it to where all these people, you know, it isn't necessarily 
Boba himself, but it is the habits that the people have gotten into and the opportunities that they feel like they have that they have taken while mm. there was kind of almost that power vacuum after Jabba left. Yeah, something I was thinking about during this episode was what was the relationship with the mayor like with Jabba the Hutt? Like, or, or was that mayor even in power at that particular point? Um, was that like what you were just talking about, Shimano? After um, after Jabba the Hutt's kind of reign ended, and we got that second um, the Fortuna, like that was was it like a time where he kind of stepped up and at that point saw the weakness and began to yep. fill the vacuum, or has this always kind of been going on and Jabba was just better at squashing it down? Yeah, I feel like what it was was Jabba was the the tippy top of the castle, you know, when he was the leader of this um, this area, and then. When Fortuna came in, it was became more of an equal playing ground between a couple of different syndicates, and they show and they show it when with um, that map, yeah, 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 with the map they're showing is split between them and the mayor as well. So I feel like it became a much more even playing ground instead of just one person definitively at the top and everyone else, you know, kind of just reporting to him. Hmm. I mean, I kind of gathered that uh, Jabba was kind of like the, uh, he was overall head of everything, and the mayor was just like, had to pay tribute, like he was just a part of it, right? But when Bib took over, he he was kind of forced to rely on the resources of the mayor, and therefore started cutting the mayor in a little bit yeah. more, and then the mayor kind of just took off, and... Now he kind of is doing his own thing, uh, but now we we learn that he's like partnering with the with the Pikes. So yep. um, I feel like Jabba, yeah, he didn't need anybody. He was his own thing. Bib, he kind of started reeling people in because he couldn't maintain it yep. by himself. And then now it's just uh, everyone free free for all type deal. Yep. Uh, yep. Who yep. can who can hold the power longest? Yep. No one wants to go back to being second middle, under the thumb you know? of somebody yep. else. Yeah, exactly. So I mean I really that's the Pikes is they're they're peeking their head in right now and yep. uh, we're we're learning in the flashbacks more about them we're learning here in the in the present time uh, more about them so I feel like with the mayor being in bed with them it's yep. going to be uh, the, interesting so. yeah Pikes are not a uh, group you want to mess with either yeah so unless you are Boba Fett and you got <laughs> a squad of Tuscan Raiders on some speed bikes yep. then they're nothing. Right. Yeah, you're taking a whole train of them, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you gotta. I mean, you know, thinking about it, that's just a that's just like a fingernails worth of their power. You know, mm -hmm. the, the Pikes are a like galactic force. They're not a you know they're not a small time you know little thing. Which so the, that comes to light towards the end when like uh, Fennec Shan like she drops the line that was just the first wave. The first, yes. Yeah. So yeah. like that's just. Yeah, they, setting, setting the picture there. Yes, yes. Yeah, those are the scouts that got off that um, star cruiser or whatever. Yeah. You know. Um, all right, let me ask you guys this. So, uh, especially for y'all with the multiple years of Star Wars experience. So, with Boba Fett, what's interesting to me isn't, like, in the, in the comics and or in, like, animated series, is he – does he – one, does he have a lot of appearances? And two – is he more of like a villain or anti-hero or because the, the sense I'm getting from him, it's so weird to see a guy who rules or wants to rule so <laughs> kindly or fairly <laughs> kindly or fairly, maybe yeah. I should say. Right. Because like even Fennec keeps giving him like suggestions that are like 
the typical way it would go down in the uni- in yeah. the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no. Yeah, yeah. He, he has been very like dismissive or pushing off like the traditional things. Even you know in the in the scene where they're having um they're having the big feast and you know she's trying to encourage him to you know, given some of the trappings of being a Daimo, but, um, you know, and he's like, you know, pushing that away or even, even when she does certain things and he's like, Oh, well that was a bit heavy handed of you. You know, like he seems to want to be leading in this very, you know, respectful, very, you know, it's a very different way of leading than you would normally see in these situations. Uh, but to answer your question, um, for the most part, he's been a, He's been a character that's been outside of like comic books. He's been a character created in the minds of fans. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, that's what I gather. That's very accurate. It is, but I, I think what this show is doing is showing that he's changed from yes. where he was. So, like, even in the in the comic book series, like he's more of a like he's he's a true bounty hunter. Yeah, he's to the highest bidder. He'll do their bidding. Like, really, he will. And uh, he he does it in his own way, uh, yeah. but he gets the same results that are needed that for the job that he's been hired for. Um, but this show right now, the Book of Boba Fett, is showing how he's changed, uh, where his uh, emergence from the Sarlacc pit and then incorporating himself into the Tuscan tribe and yeah. just mm-hmm. this is changing him and it, the character that we may have thought of in our head or have read in these uh, comic book series or have seen in any other uh, form of um, uh, entertainment, um, it's all changing now, and, and it's that story is being unraveled now in the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah I 100% agree with that. Like, I feel like the trauma of the Sarlacc Pit, plus his... Um, for you know him be being able to build up that um, relationship with the Tuscans is very you know has been very formative in his new belief system. Um, I think he has changed a lot. Um, you know he has a very um, it, it just a very different perspective than probably what we have normally seen him have in his his usage in the comics and um on in on screen that we've seen so far okay well yeah i mean i guess i'm just trying to figure out who this guy is you know like it's it's just interesting to see someone in the star wars universe want to again rule so fairly you know it's different Mm. so yeah how about that flashback though when uh you know he finds his um his I guess Tuscan Raider family, yeah, just massacred. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just destroyed. Man, Tuscans—they just can't get a break, man. No. <laughs> well, that, well, I was gonna say that this is kind of giving us a picture of you know kind of who they really are. You know, they, it kind of <laughs> elevated them to this point where like we actually care about. We, yes, you know, like, yeah. They, Star They're, Wars. I mean, this show made us care about these people in two episodes, and then and took them away. Yeah, then just snatched the rug underneath us, like. Oh. Old it's, Favreau, man. <laughs> yeah, never, never trust Favreau, man. Nope, no, nope. Uh, but uh, but yeah, they they can't catch a break, man. Like no. first Anakin, now now this, like, and it, it's from the biker gang too. Like, it, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I feel like it should have been somebody with like more power, but it's from the biker gang. Come on. Yeah, yeah I mean that that was a little. It, it's it did kind of stink to see them go out in that fashion. Yeah, you know. Um, it, but but I think it was important to show like the way that to, to, it was, I think it's important to remind us the way that the world treats the Tuscans 
is that they are just uh, uh, it, it was showing us that the the to the people who live in most espa and in these cities um and even you know in some of the smaller villages the tuscans are not on the same level they are animals to everyone else they are an uncivilized you know dune people who when you see them you don't interact with them you kill them you know this isn't you know oh you pass through their lands or you know you trade with them or something like that when you see them you kill them you destroy their village because you believe that they will come to you because if you if because you believe that they're if savages. they see they're you, savages, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're savages. That if they see you, they will kill you. Yeah. So you kill them. Well, if you think about it, their their branding is not really helping them out. <laughs> Tuscan Raiders, yeah. like it's in the name. Yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, who's, it who, seemed like Bubba was trying to help, trying to rebrand. Yeah, them. trying to rebrand yeah. the. Ra- well, yeah, I mean, like when, <laughs> he, when he talks about them, he well when, <laughs> yeah. he, when he talks about them, he does not use the word Raiders. Right. Exactly. So is that a term that is put on them? Right. Are they just right. Tuscans in that the people around them have added the term Raider as a term of degrading those people or the oh, way yeah. you it's see those It's definitely a derogatory term. Yeah. So, Trust me. I know from right. firsthand. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Raiders. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So it, uh, it, it kind of shows you the way that people mm, see them, yeah. that they, like, in the, the terms that people use on them, he, he, like he does. He, he, he calls them <clears throat> Tuscan. The, yeah. the tribe, the tribe of the Dune Sea, or you know, he mm-hmm. says the the Tuscan tribes. Yeah, he, and he he tries to help other people honor them as they should be honored, like by paying yep. them their their due for traveling yep. through their lands and those kind of things. And and it's interesting, uh, you know, some of that the character we've seen developed in Boba Fett that uh, kind of creating a culture of honor. I think he learned some of that with yep. them, like yeah. even in this savage tribe, he learned how to communicate with them and learned that they actually have built this culture of of honor and and, yep. and equity respect, and yeah, respect, yeah. 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 And it, I mean, and you see that come to like fruition, even when like they're all dead. He does the ceremonial mm-hmm. uh, Bur- bonfire, yeah, fire, yeah. burns them, and then he pulls out the little wooden stick from the child Tuscan that unfortunately is now dead, and uh, throws it on the on the fire. And yeah. uh, it's just man, two episodes made us care about him, and then just just like that, just yep. it's, it's unfortunate. And uh, this was the only flashback scene that we got for this episode because his flashback sequences was cut short. Uh, yeah. Oh, it literally, literally was. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, a rude awakening. Yes. A li- yeah. Boba, Boba Fett was yanked out of that tank mm. by uh, Chrysanthemum, and yes. it was uh, epic fight scene after this. And uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this fight scene that that uh, played out afterwards. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I will say though, um, I want to go back and touch on before we dive into the Chrysanthemum and his scene there. Um, these. Uh, he goes to handle an issue that was brought to his yes. attention. I want to talk about this issue. Uh, I believe the, the actor's name is Stephen Root, right? Yes, is that Stephen who, Root. Uh, who plays him? Uh, I, so somebody stole a stapler. I mean, never mind. Never mind. They stole his water. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, they stole his water. And so uh, these uh, these kids who have uh, modified their bodies, right, yeah. to yes. uh, be more droid, half droid, half uh, human. Straight so, Yeah. <laughs> The cyberpunk. We're gonna call them the cyberpunks. Cyberpunks. That's it. That's perfect. Uh, yeah. And uh, so the the scene where he goes and approaches the the cyberpunks, right? Yeah. Um, it's more like 
I feel like Boba knew that um, the character who Steven Root plays, I forget, Lothra, Lothra something. Yeah, that right? sounds right, yeah. Um, he, I feel like he, Boba Fett knew he was trying to manipulate him into doing yeah. what he wanted, but in all actuality, he was jacking up the prices of water way, yeah. way up, and he was expecting people to, to pay for it. Yep. Um, Just but like so, they do at Publix. I mean, because you have to. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, but yes. Um, yeah, he was reading that, that well. He, you could tell he did not trust that. Right, dude. right, yeah, yeah. He didn't trust him, and so therefore he approached in a way of like seeking to understand. Yeah. Um, which it was ended up being revealed that like, hey, we have no money; they won't give us any work. Yeah. Um, and he's charging like a ton of money for, um, yeah. all of a month's all of, worth yeah. of wages for month, a week's yeah, worth of water. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a steep price. Yeah. If you, if you uh, ask me, so yeah. I think that it was probably for the best for him to question it. Yeah. And then. By him jumping in there and being like, uh, you don't have work? Okay. And then he takes his helmet off and he's like, yep. you work for me now. Don't work yeah. for me, yeah. And then immediately, dude jumps out of the the, the side uh, yeah. building and he's like, whoa, 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 what? You yeah. just, you're not going to do anything to him? Like, like yeah. so that's how, I mean, you could truly tell he was setting him up, trying to. Yeah, trying he was to, trying to set him up and, you know, I yeah. mean, he does pay him off a little bit. And I think um, you kind of see almost, uh, you, you see that's the positive side of the coin of his, the way he's trying to uh, run his run his empire is that he is assessing situations and, you know, getting people who seem to know what they're doing or have ambition or have the guts to be, to be able to do things. And he's, you know, collecting these people because he doesn't have a ton of resources at the moment mm-hmm. in a sense of, you know, manpower or, um, and, and things of that nature. He has the position of a daimyo, and he has his mm. right hand lady, um, you know. But he and he he started, you know, collecting these people mm. who he feels will be respectful of him and loyal to him. So it's it's interesting to see that positive side of the coin, and you know. Well, and it's it's not just like just mm. regular people. It's like people who are like in, yearning yearning for a second chance. Like yes, they're they they are looking for that opportunity to prove themselves. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I'll say the only thing though at this particular moment, like I don't know if this particular storyline is going to come back at any point. But for every friend that he makes, he he seems to be making yes. more enemies. I, well. I was going to drop yeah. that because well, even like yeah. in that that's you true. see the negative side yeah. of it is when. Chrysanthemum comes and you know yanks him out of the right. out of the right. tank. But, so that's the that, yeah. that's the negative side of the coin of him him uh, leading with a little bit lighter of a hand in certain too, situations. Too lenient. Because I'm thinking for this business owner, if he had gone to previous you know daimyos and he and brought this problem to light, um, he would have the other leaders would have been okay with the corruption, right? They would have been yeah, like, they, yeah. just yeah. taking What's out. in it for me? Like, yeah, uh, exactly. what can he cut my you're, way? Like, you're going you're yeah. to keep bringing me the, the you know, those uh, tributes and, and I'm going to protect your business. But yeah. he, yeah. Boba Fett didn't do that. Because, he, saw, yeah, he said, yeah. if you take care of this, I'll double my tribute. Like, yeah, right. yeah exactly. so, yeah, exactly. so he was, he was willing to give it on that, on that yes. end. But, uh, Boba and this more respectful way and mm-hmm. honor way that he's, he's approaching it. It's more of uh, okay, what's what's right, what's wrong, what's yep. working, what's not working, that kind of thing, and uh, he eventually sees through that, uh, mm-hmm. which yep. I mean, I say eventually, but no, he he saw through through it from the beginning. Yeah, and really I think I, I, I think he walks up on them on the these especially I don't know the way that he said young people kind of rubbed <laughs> me the wrong way. So the way <laughs> Stephen Root said young people, yeah, made, I don't know, it just it, it made it seem to me like he was you know 
a little bit slimy, you know, yeah. Oh, it, yeah. it just like, yeah. it, and I feel like Boba kind of, you know, he kind of walked up with an open mind is really what it came mm-hmm. down to. Yeah. And from his conversation with, um, with, uh, Steven Root's character and then his converse opening conversation with the, with the Utes that, uh, <laughs> were, were there. Um, he made an assessment of what side he felt was, you know, yeah, y- you know, better for him and better uh, reflected his values at the at the time. And, and he actually solved the problem. Like, he didn't just... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, that's the, true. The, the problem was these these young people, the, these miscreants, you know, those, <laughs> these street rats that are, you know, just like Aladdin stealing a loaf of bread. Like, yeah, that's I what mean, it is. He's like, you know, they're like, we can't get jobs. He's like, okay, so the problem is not your insolence or like you're you've you know done wrong to this business owner it's ultimately like you need a chance right like yeah. you're saying justin yeah. um so yeah i like that that kind of those those elements are playing through with boba fett and and like you mentioned shimada like he's building this squad right he's yeah. building this this team of of use of and also useful, useful people yeah, as well exactly yeah exactly. i mean they definitely have a set of skills yep. that are uh unique uh yep. i mean the one the 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 head chick like her whole like left arm yep. is like robotic cybernetic or whatever right. and and, it, and uh, the one guy who has like the the leg who, yeah, yeah the, <laughs> was like, chopping at the yeah it was almost like, a, like, yeah. like almost like a sledgehammer yeah. Yeah. almost uh, yeah, yeah. and he has the uh, the, the eye yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah so pretty cool they have useful skills and Boba Fett uh, he he read read into that and. Yep. Uh, he took it for his advantage. So yeah. um, plus, they had some sweet motorcycles. So uh, <laughs> the color on these motorcycles yeah. is just insane. You mean man. Vespas? Yeah, yeah they were totally Vespas. Right. Yeah, um, I wasn't a huge fan of the looks of those. Uh, yeah, the colors though, they were unique. I will say yes. to the Star Wars universe, because right. usually more like uh, dull muted. down, yeah. muted, yes. yeah, neutral Beautiful, colors. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, and then, uh, so anyway, Chrysanthemum pulls him out of his back to tank <laughs> and these, these cyberpunks c- eventually come yes. and save, right. save Boba Fett. Join yep. the fight. Um, my, my question though is, I think we asked this even while we were watching the episode, how did he even get in there? I mean, he's a professional, right? Yep. Like Chrysanthemum, he's a mm-hmm. professional, you know, hitman uh, and all that kind of stuff. But I'm like, you've got, uh, you've got all of these people now that, that should be available, right? Should be around. Um, and you would think too, Boba Fett's not going to just be chilling in the the bathtub tank, you know, without any guard, anybody guarding him. I mean, like, I feel like he should have had whether it be one of the Gamorreans, one yeah. of the Cyberpunks, or Fennec, like yeah, watching some, his back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because he's think, had that in previous mm-hmm. episodes, right? It, I mean, somebody in the room. My initial thought is that Steven Root's character somehow backed this into back this information into the huts who were able to get Chrysanthemum something like maybe when he came in, he saw something. And then when he didn't get the uh, solution that he wanted, he gave some information to them and they wanted this to happen anyway. So they, uh, you know, it, it was a win-win for them. I have a, I have another theory. <laughs> I have another theory that, um, has been kicking around, uh, I feel like somebody close to him is not actually, uh, not actually devoted and loyal to him. Interesting. Yeah, yeah that's that's what I think. You I think, think it's a robot. N- <laughs> no, I think it's somebody more beloved than that. Uh-oh. Uh oh. You think somebody's getting finicky? Uh, yes, <laughs> I think I think Fennec is not really one hundred percent loyal to uh, Boba Fett, which oh, no. pains me because I uh, I have a deep deep love for uh, Ming Na Wen, and mm. uh, that would be a incredible 
betrayal. Yeah, which I think is going to end up being the case because, okay, so think about this, all right? There's been a lot of opportunity where either somebody got to Boba or somebody... Boba is in a situation where he should never be in because somebody should be watching his back, period, right? The assassination attempt, yes, she was present, but still, like, I I mean, I feel like she could have done more. Um, But so here's my thing, all right? She was about capturing uh, Chris Santon. She didn't want to kill him. She said, uh, move, and then, like, threw him down there and captured him, right? Yeah. She got a little too comfortable during that food scene. She put her feet up eating. I think she's getting more used to the life. Yeah, power hungry. Power hungry. And Boba uh. is not really – she's offering all of this information on what he needs to do, and he's yep. going against her every mm. single time. And I really feel like she's like – I want to, this is a good thing, and we're about to lose it because you can't go with the pleasure. And, and eventually, she might come to the yeah. the idea that she should be the daimyo and that he should. The only reason that she's loyal to else. him is because of he he saved her in Mandalorian, yes. right? They don't go way back, at least that we're not led to believe right now, currently, right? Unless yeah. there's some flashback scene where they've met before, right? Yeah, I, as far as I'm I'm concerned, the you know, the first time they ever meet is when he yeah. saves so, her. So yeah. She's not like it's not like they've had 20, 30 years yeah. of like loyalty there. So I, I don't know. This episode sparks red flags for me, and I, Fennec Shand is on my radar right yeah. now. And uh, but yeah, uh, so it, they end up capturing Chrysanthemum, right? And uh, they're they're sitting there at the table eating, and she is so comfortable in that she's like, just enjoy your food. Like you're a daimyo. Like you should be like uh, yeah. accepting these tributes. And uh, waiting for the huts to come to you. You don't have to retaliate or do anything, which suspicious is crap right there, man. Like, if anything, you should want to retaliate. Like, you should want to, like, well, get back at them. Yeah. Cause, yeah and she's her, talking them out of it. She's like, no, let them come to you. Like, mm, let them reveal their plan to you. Yeah, because then Bubba was like, uh, no, just waiting would give them another chance to strike. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. But maybe she already had prior knowledge that mm. the huts were coming to... Help her out, or yeah. or offer a peace offering, or whatever, right? But yeah. uh, which the uh, was eighty eight comes in, and he's like, uh, "Hey, they twins are out front, and they got a gift for you." Yeah. yeah. So now all this is like this is all lining up pretty pretty interesting here, and mm-hmm. uh, so he heads on outside, and uh, first off, just seeing the twins on this this holding carrier thing with all these struggling <laughs> people holding them Gosh. up is is very very entertaining, and this. Creature terrified as it wipes the brow of uh, of one of the <laughs> yeah. male twin, which yeah. still has no no first name yet. Um, mm. But yeah, they they essentially this is an interesting interesting dialogue here. They're they're more like okay, you bested us, uh, but uh, I'll tell you this: we were both lied to. Um, this this territory is already promised to somebody else, uh, another syndicate. Yep. They, yep. they don't specify which syndicate, which I do want to save save that for later. Um, yeah. I do. Yes, Pike Syndicate. We are already aware of that in yep. this episode, but I do mm. feel like Crimson Dawn might rear its head here from from Solo, mm. from the Solo movie. Yep. Um, uh, but uh, but yeah, so they're like, uh, we were both lied to, and then they're like, uh, we're out of here, and I suggest you do the same thing. But here's a gift for you, and then boom, what comes strolling up here? A sleeping Rancor and Danny freaking Trejo, right? Yep. Like, yeah. <laughs> how 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 amazing how amazing is that? Just to see him in Star Wars universe. That's. Yep. That's I never thought I would want a Danny Trejo in the Star Wars universe, but I'm glad I have it. I now. mean, it brings like immediate like credibility to his role when you just see Danny Trejo. Like you just like you're like okay, like you know exactly what you're looking at, you know, with him. <laughs> just, just you just know like there's just 
there's just this instant like, oh, that's Danny Trejo. Yeah, right? oh yeah, 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 yeah. Very, um, very distinct. For so sure. that's a, it's a really cool thing. Um, one of the kind of cool things that I, when they when they walk up and there's all like the people there is I love how they're different species. Like I know it's like a like a little thing, but like I love how they have different species of aliens that we have seen seen before in the Star Wars universe. Like if you look, they're all there's like at least three or four different species of of alien that are holding up the the, the twins, um, yeah. yeah, holding up the twins that I, for a fact you have seen before in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, great job pointing out that uh, the different species are there. Um, it's always good to see uh, how diverse this universe really yeah, is, yeah. and uh, and I mean, speaking of species, like there's a Rancor yes. on on the scene mm. at this moment, right? Like there's it, granted, yes, the the Rancor is uh, lying here, and yeah, it's just uh, a baby calf. So speaking of the Rancor, um, so if you are so suspicious of Fennec Shand, and they, throughout the episode, they make a huge deal about the fact that it is blindfolded, that it is all set on um, the fact of it it latches on to the, or it imprints on the first human that it sees. What do you think is the possibility that Fennec, that, that, uh, Boba is not the first human that that Rancor has seen. Do you think there is a possibility that maybe Fennec has, is actually the one that is imprinted on, and Fennec has been working with the Huts and had it bring in, and at a point the Rancor will, because it's imprinted on Fennec, will actually attack Boba when they make that heel turn. I, I feel like just based on uh, Danny Trejo's character's like demeanor and the way he just. He gives looks here and there. Yeah, I think I think it truly is the first time he has seen a human because Trejo's kind of like, yeah, this guy kind of likes this thing. He like he yeah. loves it. Like I, I appreciate I appreciate how much he cares. Boba yeah. Fett, Boba Fett cares for the Rancor. Like he's just got that loving loving eye. It's weird saying because it's Danny freaking Trejo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's a softer character. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. definitely a softer character, which yeah. uh, Rancor handlers have been proven to be softer characters because uh, even in Return of the Jedi, when uh, Rancor get, gets killed by Luke, he's crying yeah. and sobbing. He's like, no, like, yeah. what have you done? Like, And so, there. I mean, yeah. Mm. I think that Boba Fett is the is the true one. Okay. but that that's that's reaching Although, a little bit. But I, I mean, I, I like it. I like where your yeah. mind's at. Although uh, one of the things I, I half expected in that moment was like for it to be a little bit of a trap, and like when that thing opens its eyes, like he has to like fight it immediately. <laughs> like it was like here's a gift for you. Yeah. Just like throw a dangerous beast monster right in yeah, your right. Yeah, yeah. But but no, it seemed like cause, I mean they were they were getting like. You know, like I, the, how I pet my cat. Like he, he was like, "Oh, good, yeah, come, come here, here. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you feel feels good." You know, yeah. I was like, "My goodness, what's what's going on?" Yeah, and even even when the 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 droid kind of pops out, he's like, "Hey, hey, sir, we gotta go." He's like, "Shh, I'm busy." <laughs> yeah, and all he's doing is petting him. Get my rancor. He's like, "I want to ride this thing." Yeah. Oh yeah, the fact <laughs> yes. that he says he wants to ride it, I like. If we don't see him writing it in these next couple episodes, then this I, show needs to be canceled. I feel like that's one of those things that we talked about before. Like if they mention something like it that, they to bring it, it's going to happen. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I sure hope so. Yeah, I really do because uh, that would be visually that'd be stunning, and yeah. the way that they have talked about Rancor so far, like they're pretty much unstoppable. It sounds like, mm-hmm. but I mean, which which goes to show like how truly powerful Luke Skywalker was. Yeah. if that was the case. So, yeah. um, it, it'd be interesting to see that play out. 
out. Also, um, just thinking about the dynamic of, of kind of everywhere he's gone, they've mentioned, oh, you're not riding on that, uh, what's the platform that they carry, the word, oh, for, yeah. the word for that. Oh. Um, so, I, like, it, it, so far. Litter. litter. Yes, yes. The litter. Yeah. So far he's been walking around the city. So, like, how, like, bad A is it going to be <laughs> when, <laughs> yeah, yeah. when they're, like, they do see him kind of exalted, like, yeah. up on this. Up on the rank But it's not a rank yeah. yeah. That would be a pretty it's awesome a, scene. That's if a, that's, pa- like that's a power his, move. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Yeah, if that's his, like, solution to the idea of, you know, people can't hear him coming or don't, you know, see him lifted above everyone else. If they hear yeah. the rancor as he's just, you know, walking around the city. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that's the, that's a, the gift from the twins. Right. And so uh, Boba, he like signals his, his people and they come pulling out uh Kersantin, uh all bound and uh, yep. they drag him on out and they're like, here, you can, you can have him back if you promise to like, uh, disassociate from this territory and leave the planet right and uh they're like no he you can go ahead and sell him back to the gladiators and uh and that's our tribute to you right yeah um so then they like turn face and get on out of there and uh boba's like "Eh, cut him free well and one thing they they do mention before they leave is actually they already planned on Leaving Tatooine That's, and pulling they make a, out. They make a point to say that too, like and, the, and like, they actually said you should too because yeah. we've been lied to. We've yeah. both been lied yes. to. This this territory yeah. wasn't up for grabs. It had already been promised to another syndicate. That's what we were getting yeah. at earlier. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, kind of a strange vibe of like, okay, now who are we? Who are we dealing with? Somebody we've met already in the show. Somebody that could be yeah. um, could be coming in from well, the outside. And especially with the way the huts react to it, it's a very like turn tail and run situation. Yeah. Like, like they know that something bigger than them is showing up, you know. Yeah. Which definitely points at you know whatever this next thing is going to be, whether it be the Pikes or a different syndicate, um, that whatever it may be will be a little bit, you know, you know, a, a big deal. Yeah. Whatever. Something it may be. too much to handle. Yes. Right? At yeah. least, or something they just do not want to get their feet into. Yeah, and which I, I mentioned this last week, uh, Shimano. You were you were on the episode last week, but I mentioned like. The, the scale in which this Boba Fett series has taken place. Like, we're used to these, in the Star Wars universe, we're used to, the, like, galactic things yeah. happening, like the Empire and, like, all that, all the First Order, all this stuff going down. And then yet, here we are on, on Tatooine, and it's a, a desert planet. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like the slums, right? Like, this is, like, some Not even the, the, the city that you hear about the most on Tatooine. Right. Is it, it's set in, mm-hmm. you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're here in the, the secondary city here right now. And... And this is where we're putting all of our attention into. Um, and Boba Fett's fighting for this this little slice of life, but yet there's a, there there's something else coming. Like something yeah. something else that's coming that's so menacing or terrifying that the huts are are leaving are leaving. So um, this either is increasing the scale of Boba Fett's journey, or or it's going to show that Boba Fett's in over his head. So um, yeah. Uh, I'm in, I'm interested to see where where how far they take this. To be honest with you, um, I don't know. Just because we've seen so far, we've seen Boba Fett like interact with tribes, quote unquote Tuscan tribes, yeah. right? Uh, I feel like that's kind of small fry compared to what the Pike Syndicate is. Which I guess that's technically supposed to be the storyline, where like small fry to to big to big yeah. uh, Kahuna, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, small but, fry to big guy. <laughs> that's, yeah. But uh, but yeah, so. After, yeah, we see the scenes where Boba's petting him and he's playing and he gets imprinted um, by the Rancor. Um, but 
uh, he's interrupted by the droid saying that, hey, the mayor is not taking any any clients or seeing any, making any appointments for yep. the next 20, 20 days. days. And Boba immediately is like, no. Nah. Nah, we're going to go down there. We're going to yeah. see. No, we got to address this now because there's something going on. Yep. And uh, so he leaves. Um, and the, the the parting scene where Danny Trejo's left behind, like, he's like, he has that proud look on his face. Like, okay, this yeah. rancor's in good hands type yeah. of deal, which I did like that. I did like that. Well, and that you get look. that, like, the sad look back from the rancor. And he's like, don't worry, yeah, buddy. He'll yeah. be back. <laughs> He'll be back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Such yeah, an yeah. interesting dynamic. Like, it's okay. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, but they storm into the mayor's office, and gosh, I can't stand this guy. That's how you know he's doing such a good job, is because you can't yeah. stand him. This little yeah. uh, the this major the, domo, mm. uh, he's oh. he's such a tool, man. He really is. <laughs> and uh, they they're like, we need to see your, we need to see the mayor, and he's like, oh, the schedule's full. And then she, the Fennec Shan, kind of heavy handed, right? That's what yes, that, that, that's where the heavy handed yeah. comment comes in, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> She she like shows him the gun. He's like, oh, I I can rearrange some things. He yep. goes in there, locks the door. Yep. I'm like, come on, dude. Yep. Uh, like Boba Fett's not gonna get you. Like it's Boba Fett. Yep. And uh, so he escapes. And they this is where we can probably have a little bit of dialogue here about yeah. uh, this scene. Yeah. Uh, Boba Fett comes out with Fennec Shand and and dude's getting away on a speeder. And, and before we actually get into the actual scene, what do you think the possibility that this major domo character is the actual mayor and whatever the, 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 cause it's like an outside voice that you hear when you actually see the, the mayor and he never actually like really moves from that spot. Is it, is, do you think there is a possibility that it could be a puppeting situation where he's the actual mayor, but he's disassociating himself with that role? I'm pretty sure I said that a couple of weeks ago. But you know this idea that's like a, he's like the Wizard of Oz type of character, and that the the, the well, I forget what the particular um, species that we saw with like the little um, translator voice yeah. thing, yeah, right, yeah right, like right. that's just kind of like the the wizard's big like show, and he's pulling the strings. I could see that, but I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think so. at this particular moment. Honestly, I, don't I think, think so. this guy is too much of a tool to even be a mayor. Just <laughs> yeah. let you know, like he's kind of a weasel. Yeah, he is definitely he's very, weasel-y. very weaselly. Yeah. 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 Very accurately described. Be, um, yeah. So I, I'm going to go ahead and say he's, he's just a, uh, okay. a, a I just a thought I would throw that yeah. out there. He's yeah. a major tool. Major something. <laughs> major, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so he, he, he speeds away. And yeah, speeds. Kind of. He glides away. Glides and, away. Uh, Boba's like, after him. And so everybody jumps on their Vespas. Yeah. And, Cyberpunks. Uh, the, yeah, the Cyberpunks jump on their Vespas. And then a scene that can only be ripped straight out of a Spy Kids movie. Uh, <laughs> um, as yeah. A, uh, yeah. This scene is so cheesy. Yeah, yeah. I was. I don't know. This whole entire scene, I did not like. At it was all. a slow yeah. speech chase. Yeah, is what it felt like. It, yeah, I, I just feel like I, I feel like it's built <laughs> off of the. Oh no. The, the Vespas are just. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about them that screams like a high speed chase. Right. Yeah. yeah, they just seem to be Unlike moving. The other speeders we saw in the earlier episodes. Yes, right? which yeah. are like right. or any other speed that we've seen in the. Star Wars universe, even mm-hmm. you know, going back through through time that we have seen, but these things just seem to be kind of slow lumbering. They don't have <laughs> mm-hmm. a ton of mobility. The vehicle he's in is clunky. not exactly, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's like 
It's like he's trying to get away in a minivan. Right. Like, you know. Like a, Bu- a Buick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's yeah. you know, yeah, it's it's just a ridiculous kind of vehicle. And, yeah. you know, they're crashing through a lot of stuff, you know. But, yeah, yeah. it's just, yeah. I don't know, like, the cool scenes that are supposed to be for the, for the Vespas, like, when she climbs the thing and it yeah, jumps up and it's supposed and- to look cool. But I don't know. It just looks clunky. Well, so we already mentioned like the the actual uh, bikes that they're on look cheesy already. Yeah, the yeah. colors. The colors. Yeah, I the... mentioned one of the things I said when I saw them. They reminded me of like Whoville. <laughs> like they had all these like <laughs> yeah. mirrors and you know the, the yeah, that, ornate kind of. The one decor. bike had like like twelve mirrors yeah, on one side. Yeah. Like it was it was just weird looking. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It all, they already yeah. looked cheesy. Um, and then the, just the way it was shot. Yeah, it looked like it was very slow through the streets. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, of course, there was no you know like burning rubber because there's no wheels yeah so it's, it's right. kind of like I, don't yeah. Know if yeah. Was... I, th- I feel like this scene was just bad editing overall yeah. but uh shimano what you reminded me of like the slow moving like uh chasing you reminded yeah. me of uh the scene from Austin Powers. Oh, he's, yeah, with the, <laughs> he's with riding, the steamroller. Yeah, steam steam roller. Move, get out of the way. Yeah. And they're like, no. And they're like standing yeah. there for like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is what it reminded me of. Like this this whole scene yeah. is like you're what it it, it it was too long. It was, it was. too yeah. long altogether. Yes. And I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. Uh, it was out of place. It has truly felt out of place. And, yeah, it uh, just like yeah, yeah um, especially with a a show that you know normally it's action sequences, especially uh, like at the the train scene in the previous episode was so cool and Great. engaging, and this just seemed like you know I don't know maybe they didn't have enough money and they just had to like throw this in there and mm. have it be clunky, which is there's, not the truth because they have a ton of money. No, that's no um, truth to that. At yeah. All. yeah. <laughs> Like Disney. but, but, Disney's but like, oh, oh, let me uh, check my pockets. That, that's just uh, the way it felt, though. Like yeah. the, with the way it was yeah. set up, and I don't know, it just the the scene did have one cool thing was like when uh, uh, the one the people carrying the the painting going across the street with Jabba yeah. on it, like that was actual uh, a literal like concept art from Return of the Jedi oh, yeah. movie. Like that was one of the things that was yeah, that was like, cool. from the original. Like that yeah. was pretty cool. A I like Easter that egg too. in there, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of Easter eggs throughout this episode, yeah. actually. Um, and one of the yeah. there was one of like the pop up droids. In yeah, the, in there was, yep. Yeah. One of the uh, I'm not sure exactly what it's called, but it, it was like a little pop up droid. Um, so that was kind of cool just seeing that yeah. as it went by. But yeah, but yeah, um, it was just I don't know, like the it was out of place. It the, was out of place. I don't know. They just yeah. the, the vehicles just seem like they are so slow, yeah. and and it just yeah. I I just don't feel like there's anything they could do to make them. And then at the end feel of like it, they're faster. At the end of it, Boba Fett just flies down from his jetpack. Yeah, yeah, I would have loved to see a jetpack fly see, after that. That would have yeah. been way better. Here's my thing: is like, why didn't he just like fly up on that thing and land in the passenger seat and like get soccer, you know, circle punch that guy in the face? Like that would have been a much cooler, way cooler, way, yeah, yeah, way cooler. cooler. For sure. Yeah, that whole scene, um, as a buddy of mine has said recently, I was very whelmed. I wasn't... Oh, yeah. <laughs> not overwhelmed, just not, not underwhelmed. It's just whelmed. Just whelmed. Like, yeah. I, I feel like... <laughs> That's amazing. Th- I feel like it was an unnecessary <laughs> attempt by the, by the show to give more uh, credence to the gang. Like I feel like it was another chance. They were trying to create to another like chance, more, maybe. Yeah, to make cyberpunks. To, to, yeah, yeah. The cyberpunks to get you more <laughs> invested in them. Yeah. to show more of their worth. Right, because they, they to got to Boba. use some of their their cybernetic yeah. stuff. Like we the saw guy with their, the foot, the little yeah. spike foot, got to yeah. stab some the of car their and, skills that yeah. could be beneficial yeah. down the line. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
But the thing is, we kind of already seen them use them some of their stuff when they uh, bought mm-hmm. uh, when they fought Chrysanthemum. Um, you know, we did, we did, we did get to see that. Which, and, uh, and it would have been maybe cool to see, you know, something in another, you know, fight scene. But it just in this scene, it was an obvious attempt to give them the spotlight, and it just didn't work. And again, to Justin's point, where does does Finnick? She didn't join the. Yes, exactly. Once again, where, she was where not is in she it. at in the scene? Because I can imagine her particular mindset. Her character is one that would just like kick somebody off of their speeder and take yeah. off to or, join. You know? Or this this whole or running across this, the rooftops. Or yeah, something running like across yeah. the rooftops, uh, using her sniper rifle to get yeah. to get them. Like I don't know. Yeah. Something she should she should have done I mean, something. They're, they're going slow enough. She could have just shot them in the head, <laughs> yeah. right? There, you know, yeah. Move or in the shoulder. The yeah. 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 Exactly. Uh, oh, I mean, or if they wanted to do something like that, okay, when the girl goes up top, then you all just see her like run across the roof, jump off of that, and just like land right on top yeah. of the speeds, yeah. his speeder. Yeah. And yeah, that would have been, oh, yeah, like, cool. So just more, more evidence for, for your theory, Justin. Yeah. That, uh, I, I'm, I mean, don't try, I, don't, I wouldn't trust her right now, to be honest with you. Yeah. Unless we get a full episode next week on her backstory. And yep. mm-hmm. maybe there's, I don't know. Maybe she is actually loyal to Boba Fett, or mm-hmm. I don't know. Th- this next episode needs to like truly show that. I think. Yeah. yeah. If that happens, I'll buy your Coke. Yes. So, yeah. I'll take. I'll take zero. Make it a zero. Zero Coke. Yeah, zero. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> this um, episode brought to you by. Yeah, <laughs> I, if only, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, okay, but but uh, after this scene, after this scene, he he finds out that the mayor is actually in bed with the Pikes, and yeah, uh, yeah. Um, he said, yeah, he's not here. He's with the Pikes. He's and, working with them. Yeah. yeah, he's working with them, and so. Uh, the next scene after that, I believe, is uh, we see the the big cr- the ship coming in and it it lands and all the pikes come emerging yeah. off the thing yep. and uh, one of the cyberpunks is there and f- flees and relays a message to Boba and it's like uh, all they're here like the the, the yeah. everyone's getting out of, out of the ship um, and then that's when Fennec uh, she she says this is just the first wave yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah. and then the, the scene ends so. Um, yeah, it's I mean. uh, it's interesting to see what's going to happen next because I really don't know what direction they're going to go. To be mm-hmm. honest yep. with you, like, yeah. are they gonna are they gonna is is the Pikes the end all be all, or is like Crimson Dawn, who we were introduced to, who is led by Darth Maul, which, which could be transition of power over to Kira from Solo yep. series. So, which um, one in they did mention the witches of. Di- uh, Darth Amir in this episode, yes, which is the planet that Darth Maul is from. So, I mean, it's a roundabout way to. Mm. I mean, so that that is, mm-hmm. if, if you're going in that path, that would be a a, a connection there. That's like a sideways, mm-hmm. like you know, making you think about this being a part of that universe. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. th- that would be an interesting thing. Um, I think it's also a possibility that if you are right about. Fennec, maybe she's trying to play up the pikes a little bit, um, and their their true intentions, and put him on the opposite end of this, uh, because although I mean, from what we have seen from the pikes so far, they haven't been all that aggressive against Boba. Like, yes, there was the whole train thing, but that actually ended up resolving relatively well. I would say I felt like that was more of a misunderstanding right. than a true like. This is a blood feud type type of situation, and even when he goes, he has a uh, in this episode he has a 
a pretty civil conversation when he goes to meet with the yeah. Pikes in the flashback. Um, and it seems like... Which I feel like they, there's going to be more to that flashback yeah. scene. Like. Uh, I mean, very possibly, but, like, yeah, it seems like there's a, you know, a mutual understanding of sorts between the two there. Um, and, you know, maybe, you know, this is all a play, and maybe they're trying to put you know, Boba on the other side of the pikes. And she's like, oh, yeah, they're coming for war. She specifically states that. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah. they're trying to start a war and, you know, going off of that. So if if it's true that, you know, Fennec is on the other side, I could see her pushing him into being on the opposite side of whatever the pikes are on. Yeah, it's... It's still it's still tough to see where where they're gonna take the series. Yeah. Uh, at the, at this moment, after three episodes, we have four episodes left. I do feel like this next episode has to give us a little bit more of a direction yes. of where this is going. We should see a more of a resolve to the last flashback scene where he had finished a conversation with the Pikes, went back, saw his tribe yeah. decimated, and then he's walking back away from the tribe. So like, is he gonna confront? The Pikes? Is he going to go mm. on a vendetta and yeah. just take out the biker gang? Or, yeah. like, what, what's going to happen next Like okay. that, with that flashback scene? And then I feel like if it has something to do with the Pikes, how is that going to affect the current timeline? Like you said, yeah. it's kind of yeah. looking like parallel to the yeah. type deal. Um, how is that going to, like, uh, intertwine with the, the yep. current day Pikes, uh, with the past Pikes? It, so. it, I mean, it could mm-hmm. be interesting. I mean, um, the only way I could see him going back and, you know, confronting the Pikes from that scene is if, for some reason, he believes it was staged. Like, because t- the Pikes making it look like it was the biker gang. They could have talked to the biker gang first, and we're like, oh, we can yeah. only do one, and, and then and pin them against each been, other. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 very well, that could be a, uh, uh, a decent possibility. But, you know, from the straightforward point of view, it looks like the biker gang took out their opponent in this in this path, and that he should go towards the um, biker game to resolve things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it really does. Right now, it seems like there are too many avenues, and like you said, they have to consolidate some of the like possibilities a little bit. Like, it, it's good to have a lot of possibilities, but you got to start like you know closing some doors here. Yes, which, I agree. Th- which they kind of did with the huts in this episode. With them kind of just like, you know, shipping off, off, potentially <laughs> shipping off. But I mean, even that could be end up being like, you know, a ploy in the sense of they get off world so that you're not thinking about them being the hand that is guiding yeah. Boba and his people to turn against the Pikes. Mm-hmm. Him and the Pikes go at it and the Huts, you know, take the land once everyone's and, been decided. And have we seen the last of Kersantan? Like, yes. I don't know. Mm. Is that, um, yeah, he just kind of really awkwardly hope, jogged yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did notice his jog as well, yeah. um, but I just uh, chalked it off to being a Wookiee. Like, that's, I, I didn't look right. anything more into that. Right. I was just like, it, okay. it just reminded just me of like, a, like yeah. an extra just trying to book it off of the screen. <laughs> it's what, my it, time's what up. Yep. Me of. Like, I, I, feel like, I feel like he has instant. to show up. It was almost in, instant too. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he has to show show up in some capacity somewhere else in the in the series. I just feel yeah. like he has to. Yeah, I feel like he does too. But uh, yeah. but yeah. So uh, any other predictions or, or ideas mm. or theories on what's going to happen here? Um, I'm not as. Uh, as much informed as you guys are on those other syndicates and other uh, mm-hmm. people that could be involved. At this point, it seems like to me, they set it up where it's primarily the Pikes and we, we, you know, that's what the way that the, the twins mentioned that this, 
land or this region was given over by the, the spineless mayor. Then now we hear the mayor is working, working with, with the, the pikes. pikes. Yeah. So, you know, I, that's just kind of where I see it going. And, and I anticipate, like we mentioned earlier, that the next couple of episodes, we're going to see some sort of falling out in the past mm-hmm. that's leading to uh, why he's even come to this region in the first place. Maybe he knew that the pikes were going to be uh, taking over this region. And so he tried to swoop in to, I don't know when it would, you know, it's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully we do get a little more clarity moving forward. Um, yeah. 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 So anything else, Shimano, you got anything? I mean, yeah, I just want to see like, um, some more consolidation. Like, like, yeah. I, I like, I, uh, maybe it's just us and we're just seeing too many possibilities, but I would love to see, you know, like a little bit of consolidation of, you know, who well, maybe some some lines being drawn at, at the very least, battle lines being drawn in some capacity, so that we know. Okay, so does he have the Tuscans in his back pocket, and does he have? Is Chris Anthony going to be end up being kind of like all on his side? Who's going to be? I mean, what syndicate are we dealing with? Are we dealing with Crimson Dawn? Are we dealing with? Just the, is it gonna be the pikes that have been there? Are the huts really gone? Are they here? You know, a, a little bit more, um, you know, consolidation. I know we're only three episodes. Are we gonna in, see but, any other know. intergalactic travel? Like, are we, are we gonna yeah. stay on this uh, one? Yeah, are we, are, is, yeah. yeah. Is it all gonna be on Tatooine, <laughs> yeah. um, or are we gonna actually see some? Yeah. I mean, I think we're gonna end up all on Tatooine. Yeah, I think um, so just because I think so too. I, I feel like the scope would be too big if we were to. I feel like that would actually be fighting against what I'm trying to, or I'm thinking the series needs to do, yeah, yeah. you know, by opening up more. Oh, yeah. Do you guys think we're going to get any other, like, surprise cameos? Oh, yeah, I think this, so. Uh, I think oh, yeah, so, think too. So. If we go the Crimson Crimson Dawn route, okay, if we go that way, 100%. we're going to get Kira, which would be Amelia Clark, which yes. would be fantastic to get her into this universe as well. Yeah. Um, but we also have potential to get Darth Maul. I don't know. that is yeah. that is that still a thing? Like, Yes, he, yeah. he showed his cameo in the Solo movie, which I guess technically would have been like, what, 25 years mm. before this? We can see an aged Darth Maul. I don't know what yeah. happened between then and now. Like, did he actually die in the Clone Wars? I don't think he actually died, right? Um, um, uh, he eventually gets knocked off by Obi-Wan in the desert on Tatooine. Yeah, mm. but dead? dead. So, what, off screen. It is, off screen. Oh. It, is, it, it is, of course, one of those, like, if he like we think he's dead type of things it's not it, it seems like it's more concrete than his first death but not i mean i mean that first death seemed pretty freaking concrete but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but we all know how that turned out right like yeah. yeah so i don't know i feel like that that's the kind of cameo we're going for i don't yeah. know if we're getting like a solo or we're getting a chewy i don't know i don't yeah. think we're getting like that level yeah. of uh, of cameo i don't cool. know but then again, nobody expected Luke Skywalker at the end of freaking yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. <laughs> so yep. I don't know. I'm 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 excited to see where this goes. Cool. Yeah, this as well. Um, yeah, we're uh, we're all excited. This has been a really cool uh, episode or a really cool series so far. Um, and we're just uh, what not even halfway through it yet, right? No, or, not yet. No, not yet. Next yeah. week. Next week will be halfway. Next week's so. ha- halfway. So uh, lots lots more to unfold. Um, we if you haven't noticed, uh, T roll had to bounce. Uh, so we miss you, uh, T roll, for the last half. Maybe you can share your thoughts uh, on some of this stuff next week. Um, but we're. Uh, for those guys, uh, we're glad to be uh, here. Glad to, for you to be listening to this episode uh, of the of the um, Royal Geek Podcast. So make sure you go and find us uh, everywhere podcasts are available. Fun fact: If you didn't know this yet, uh, you can now leave a rating and review on Spotify 
um, as well as Apple Podcasts. So make sure you go do that. Uh, Nice five-star rating and review. And uh, we're going to be thankful uh, for all these guys, for uh, Justin, for uh, Shimato and myself. Uh, We are going to see you next time, you peasants. 